Hi, welcome to the Canadian Securities Exchange podcast. I'm your host, Barrington Miller. And today I have a special guest, a newly listed company on the Canadian Securities Exchange, TGOD. I'm here with Sean Bovingdon, CEO and interim CFO uh, with the company. Welcome to the Canadian Securities Exchange and welcome to the show. Thank you, Barrington. Looking forward to it. Now, if you've been living under a rock, you may have not have heard of uh, TGOD, the Green Organic Dutchman. But I'm going to assume that people have been. So let's tell the people what it is your company does and how you are involved in the cannabis space. So the Green Organic Dutchman, as we use TGOD, uh, we are a premium quality cannabis producer. Uh, more uniquely, uh, we're one of very few certified organic growers. So our products are all uh, organically grown cannabis in our facilities uh, in Ancaster in Ontario and also in uh, Salabri de Valley Field in Quebec. Uh, not only do we do premium flour, uh, but we do hashish uh, as well as 2.0 products such as edibles and some beverages, including uh, a, a unique dissolvable powder called Ripple uh, that is very popular across the country. Currently, we're across every province in Canada, uh, but part of moving to the CSE is uh, our strategy to expand to the, into the future and be able to invest in the U.S., which uh, is now on our radar. Uh, I can't wait to delve into some of those topics, uh, <laughs> especially the uh, the U.S., but um, you, you did mention 2.0 and sort of the shift that, that's occurring um, within cannabis, and you yourself I believe, represent some of that shift. Can you talk a little bit about your past experiences and employments that led you to this point? My, my, my background uh, primarily is in growth companies and startup companies. I've um, done a lot of work in technology manufacturing, you know, 25 years ago, almost 30 years ago now, um, and, uh, and in the oil and gas and oil and gas services, and eventually moving up here into uh, um, both utilities and then into, into cannabis now. But it's not just in Canada. A lot of uh, the growth companies I'm involved have, have been cross-border, uh, moving into the U.S. as well as uh, Indonesia um, and uh, Colombia in, in South America. And so being a, a variety of the growth companies uh, expanding beyond Canada, but taking, it, taking those companies kind of global. So when we look into the cannabis space here and coming into, into the cannabis space for me, it was really about uh, seeing an opportunity back in 2018. This was a this was a you know a disruptive market ready to take take hold um, in Canada initially, but you know we know all know Canada is a, you know is a limited size, um, and and the real price for the long sustainability of the cannabis uh, industry in, in Canada is to be involved uh, furthermore internationally unless you're going to stay as a small craft grower with your own little niche. TGOD uh, offered a lot more than that. And the, the team we have here with the experience from the likes of Maple Food and uh, Tim Hortons and, uh, you know, uh, Pepsi and Coke and, and, and those kind of uh, companies that have been involved uh, in international brand building uh, really offered an opportunity for me initially coming in as a CFO because of that capital markets experience in terms of those growth companies that I've, I've had over the last 30 years, uh, got to a point of saying, well, what really is the longer term future? And the longer term future is taking those brands uh, with a uniqueness of being organic and really being able to take that from the platform built in Canada 
and taking it into the U.S. as well as internationally. And that's what we're looking to do. I couldn't agree more that uh, regarding the prize of the United States, it's still the the biggest, uh, most untapped market and potential. Uh, we were talking the other day about you know Arkansas. Arkansas is exploding uh, with, with cannabis. Michigan has the same amount of medical patients as Canada. So yeah. um, it's it, really looking forward to that. Now, uh, organic. I've, I've heard this term. We've all heard it. What does it mean, and what does it mean in particular um, to the cannabis and cannabis products that Tea God produces? So, there's, from a technical standpoint, the first things to know is there's no synthetic fertilizers, no synthetic pesticides used in the growing of our cannabis. The other aspect is it's grown in living soil. That does a couple of things. First off, it means we're getting the natural nutrients and the symbiosis of the, of the nutrients in the soil going into the plant, and it's the soil feeding the plant, um, which is really important from getting a, 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 an increased terpene profile, uh, the natural smoke and clean and cleanliness of the smoke of the, of the flower uh, is enhanced by, by that natural nutrient flow into the plant out of the living soil. It also means there's less waste. So from a sustainability and a, in economically, environmentally uh, um, a conscious perspective, we're not throwing landfills of rock wool out every, 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 every harvest. That soil is actually gets replenished um, and we use it for, it could be used for up to five years in terms of the soil for the one plant for the next harvest. You just top up as you pull out uh, the plant and harvest the plant. You just do a top up in the, in, in the, in the, where the root ball was and the the soil actually gets better over time so it really really enhances the nature of the flower and so there's only a couple of certified organic uh cannabis growers in in canada and uh, we are the largest of those um and it's really being able to take that and and the quality of the terpiness of the quality of the flower the quality of the smoke really comes out uh, as well as getting that full kind of environmentally sustainable um, nature of, of, of the products in, in the marketplace. Now we this is the, this is the point where I do a little plug for the CSE. We are uh, hosting an ESG, uh, event uh, next month, um, hmm. in Toronto, as well as, uh, the following month in Vancouver. So check it out. ESG is an important part of what's happening in the capital markets. Now you were talking about uh, organic, and this leads me into my next area, which is the differentiation uh, between your you and your your competition. Um, it, what else is there that the distinction that separates uh, T God from everywhere else outside of just being one of the only certified truly organic companies? And so, I think the the, the I mean, one way to look at it is. Um, if we look at the marketplace now, the, you know, initially as, as the market matures, uh, users of cannabis, are, you know, look for uh, better flavors, better aromas, better terpene profile. But and you see the the large, you know, larger um, producers or, or, or cultivators who who producing, you know, maybe cheap value uh, product uh, start to lose some of that market share for more craft and differentiated strains and unique strains. What T-God is, is actually that craft quality at scale. 
So we're not just restricted into one little market. We'll be able to provide such as our sugar bush flour, which is a which has got remar- remarkably uh, remarkably good reviews, uh, is very well liked, but not restricted to being just a craft small amount or a limited time offering. We're able to do that at scale across the country. It's one of the number one selling brands in Quebec, and in, it's getting very popular now in Ontario. We've been able to take those strains such as sugar bush and, and other ones that are coming up with that kind of craft care, but at scale to be able to provide that across the country. Um, so the, 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 the reflection in it is really uh, the, you know, flour is still the largest part of the market, uh, as we all know, but it's taking those strains and that, and that quality and cleanliness, if you're health conscious as well, and the wellness conscious of it, particularly in, in this kind of day and age, you know that you're getting a pure flour, you're getting a pure, clean bud. And that's also being used into the extract or the distillate for our hash and for the 2.0 products that come from that. Let's, excuse me, let's, let's talk about your listing on the Canadian Securities Exchange and sort of the, the turnaround that, that was happening at, at TGOD. Why did you choose uh, to list with the Canadian Securities Exchange and why now? Right. So the last year has been a transition time for TGOD. Um, one from, first of all, fully commissioning and getting to, to scale that craft quality flower and being able to bring it into the market with above 20% THC, which in the early days of TGOD, we, we weren't in a position to do, but quite comfortably doing all of our flower now in, at that higher level THC, good quality every time. Second thing was that focus on the flower, but focus on execution. And much like a lot of the um, uh, cannabis producers back in the 2018, they overbuilt. And so part of our execution was really, right, we built this massive facility or looking, you know, started to build this massive facility in Quebec um, with a view to, you know, distributing and exporting the flour everywhere around the world. It's clear that the regulations aren't allowing that kind of export and operations. You need to be in the local markets. Um, So realizing that part of that was we sold Valleyfield, uh, we leased back. Uh, the, the amount of space that made sense, you know, so reducing our footprint there from 800,000 square feet to 80,000 square feet, which is perfectly adequate and very good for being able to grow in Quebec and provide uh, the Canadian market what it needs. But it also allowed us to pay down our senior debt. And so that was the second step of a th- a, the third step being now having the balance sheet and the right size scale facilities and good quality product in Canada to take it to the rest of the world. In order to do that, on the medical side, we've got distribution agreements in Mexico and Germany and into Australia and South Africa. But from a recreational perspective, we needed to be able to get into the US. And we want to do it now. If we wait for federal legalization, who knows when that's going to happen? It could be suddenly by November 2022 as part of an election promise, or it could be five years out. If you wait till then, you're too late. With the traction that the MSOs are getting, it behooves us to get involved in the U.S. as soon as possible. And in order to do that, you needed we needed to be on the CSC. Not only are the investors in the CSC familiar with the MSOs and familiar with the larger cannabis companies in the U.S., but there's the ability to invest in, in, in the U.S., even for newcomers like ourselves in the market, we needed to be on the CSC, which... You know, the other exchanges in Canada don't allow. 
they're all they're waiting for federal legalization, and that's too long to wait to really get a footprint in the market. We're now actively looking in the U.S., looking not to spend a lot of money. We're not looking to build a two hundred million dollar square foot facility outside of Pittsburgh, right? But to partner with the existing kind of craft growers, and there's over sixteen hundred craft growers on a, in the clean green directory in the U.S. who are looking for access to capital or looking to expand. We can help them and partner with them expand. At the same time, introducing our brands and our organic IP, our organic strains, our highly Dutch, and our sugar bush and uh, you know maple Kush. Uh, uh, organic fire strains into the U.S. market, partnering with them in terms of getting that footprint in the in in the U.S. states. Uh, I again, I I did an interview a while ago uh, for Mining Over Canada. You can check it out on CSC TV, located on YouTube on our station. And we were, I was talking about what to look for um, when you're investing in a company and. Inevitably, the answer is always management, and it's not just of what they did or what they're doing, but the ability to recognize when something isn't working, change, pivot, and then plow forward. Um, and so that's that's why I was sort of just smiling myself because that's exactly what um, what T God did and is currently doing. Um, so that that's good if you uh, if you are looking I, I, for I, companies I, to to I, uh, I appreciate that. Yeah, I appreciate it. It's, it's, it's about focus, execution, and, and discipline. Right? We we cut our cut our SGNA costs in half over the last year to be right sized for the for for where we are in our in our growth cycle, and then build on that going forward in a in a responsible way. Now, I don't want to I want to talk about COVID. I don't want to talk about the pandemic, uh, but I have to. <laughs> so, what uh, what's changed for the Green Organic Dutchman during? The last uh, last year plus, almost two years now. Um, what's different now than uh, than when you were forecasting going into it uh, into March twenty twenty, um, and what do you see now coming out near the end of twenty twenty one? So, I, firstly, I, I've been very proud of the team at TGOD, both in our facilities, which have stayed open the whole time. And, and how each person and each member of the team has taken uh, the, the challenge seriously. And uh, with the, the uh, protocols and PPE and uh, social distancing and, and sh- changes in shift sizes that we introduced early on and maintained and operated throughout, uh, we've been fortunate and, uh, and disciplined um, throughout to be able to keep the facility running and, and get get our product out the door. So I'm very proud of how how people have reacted to that and and uh, risen to the challenge to to be able to get through it. Uh, from a from a market perspective, yes, the, uh, in Canada and particularly with the you know retail stores being sh- shut, it's, we've had to be more agile in terms of uh, working uh, online, working to uh, you know find different ways to, uh, in social media, uh, opportunities to promote the products and advertising, not advertising in the traditional sense, but getting the message out. And part of, you know, for example, the launch of the Tea God Promise and the Clean Craft in, in February and March of this year was really an initiative to really uh, let the world know, let can- the, the, the Canadian uh, cannabis market know 
about TGOD and about the changes we've made uh, to our product, about the advances we've made in in the quality and the and the and the new highly Dutch um, uh, whole whole mainstream brand and val and that that's, that's been released as well as the hash hashish and the 2.0 products and. Our revenue has grown in over the last year from half a million a month to over three and a half million, coming on four million a month uh, as part of that that growth cycle and uh, just having that focus and execution and uh, uh, and getting the message out. So uh, uh, yeah, it's it's been a challenging time, but uh, said so the teams really really stepped up to it and 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 helped us uh, keep active and grow throughout the period. And we did the cannabis investor series. Uh, which you can again find on CSC TV. And I was speaking with a CEO and again, I'm like, what do you, what should investors look for? And, and he's like growth month over month, quarter over quarter, take a look at that. That'll tell you, that'll tell you the story. And uh, so again, you're, you're, you're checking off all these boxes, uh, which is great. Now you talked about Canada, talked about the U S let's go a little bit beyond you mentioned Germany and you mentioned Mexico. What's happening there and what are the plans for Green Organic Dutchman? So in Germany, it's, it's the largest medical market in Europe. Uh, we've been uh, <laughs> right at the 95-yard line in terms of getting our EU GMP certification um, to qualify our products for distribution into Germany. But while doing that, we have uh, uh, one wholesale agreement uh, already signed up, ready to go, and two more uh, pending that'll give us distribution across uh, Germany for our med- medical cannabis products. In Mexico, we've been in a joint venture with uh, a, a group that's uh, uh, got 7,600 pharmacies in Mexico. Uh, we have four products uh, going through the uh, approval stage with Cofapri, uh, which is the, the Health Canada of, uh, of Mexico, the, the regulatory authority there. Um, and having those products ready to go into Mexico as soon as uh, uh, the, the the regulations provide. It's taken longer in Mexico because of COVID. Uh, this, again, something that was meant to be cleared from their perspective, uh, you know, six months ago. Um, but uh, it is still progressing. They have a new commissioner in place uh, for the call for pre, and this is one of his uh, priorities in terms of getting getting this moved along. So we're, we're the, the main thing is having that distribution relationships. We've got those ready to go in Germany and Mexico. So into 2022, uh, we're looking forward to, to actually then starting to be able to, to ship the product. Uh, is there a message that you have for uh, shareholders, investors, and soon to be new investors who are going to be listening and watching this podcast? I think uh, some of the elements you, you you touched on there, Barrington, in terms of uh, there's been a lot of hype uh, over cannabis over the last few years. Uh, but at the end of the day, it's results that matter. It's the execution that matters. Um, and don't look to the, the the any of the hype around particular products or hype around uh, promises. Uh, what I've always focused on is, uh, you know, make sure you execute on what you say you're going to do. And, uh, you know, I became CEO last November. I was asked to take that up from from, from the CFO role as well. And uh, that has been the mantra I've been talking to with our team. And uh, I think uh, the results do speak for itself over the last year. 
And so with when we look to go to the US and, and, and look to partner with the right companies there to build on that and build that halo, it's not about uh, running too fast uh, before we can walk. It's about doing it in a disciplined manner and having that steady, steady growth step by step and building on that that I, that I think investors are going to see us continue to do. Uh, like we've done over the last year in Canada and doing that on a greater scale into the U.S. You know, that is a that is a great note to end on. Um, I've been your host, Barrington Miller. This has been a Canadian Securities Exchange podcast. Please uh, check us out. Subscribe, click, like, uh, send in some suggestions. I was here with Sean Bovingdon, CEO and interim CFO with the Green Organic Dutchman trading under the symbol T-God on the CSE. Thank you so much, Sean, for taking the time and, uh, and best of luck going forward. Thank you, sir.